Lots of things go better together. Hockey, food, golf, peanut butter and jelly, Gojo and Golik, Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. What? But if you really want to take things to the next level, drink some Labatt Blue Lights with your friends and live life to the power of we. Always enjoy responsibly. Beer, Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. You're listening to DraftKings Network. All right. Um, I mean, it feels like we're already been going, but uh, welcome everybody to a very special edition of the Gojo Podcast. Mike Golick Jr. with me as always on the ones and twos, Brandon Newman. And Brandon, since we started doing this podcast, we have had plenty of people who have seen us and heard us talk about our moms. And we have gotten plenty of people, day one listeners, that have been asking for a mom pod for a long time. And so... Since we've got Mother's Day coming up this weekend, we decided now is the time to pull the trigger. So very excited uh, to have with us today my mom, Christine Golick, and your mother, Selena Newman, in the house. Moms, how are you guys? Good, good. (laughs) So excited to be here. Yes, very excited to be here. Thanks. Oh I I can't, I'd be lying if I wasn't nervous uh, for my mom's portion of things. But what your mom? Have... I predict your mom's going to be the star of this podcast. Oh no! Stop it! <laughs> yes, yes. Well, Brandon, I feel like you need to have a little more faith in your mom because uh, uh, Selena. I don't know if you know this or not. You're one of my earliest memories with Brandon. Oh. Like you cemented so much of our early bond. So. I don't know if you remember, but during one of our first spring football games, we were out there at the same time, and I gave up a sack to Brandon. And in a stadium full of 30,000 people, I heard your voice cut through screaming, that's my baby, in the crowd. And I just, I looked across at your son, and I said, Brandon, tell your mom she's welcome for that, because I'm going to get yelled at for it later on. So did you have any idea that you helped cement our bond very early on in life? I did not know that, but I'm very happy about it. Because <laughs> you two are two peas in a pod that nobody knew they didn't need. Well, well, no, that the world didn't know that they needed. They needed. <laughs> this is true. This is true. I, I will say this, Mike. I remember that exactly. But before you said you're welcome, I believe the ref of the spring game looked. It's like whose mom is that? <laughs> I do remember that because after that, every mom became my friend and every guy on the on the team was like, oh, my God, we heard you in the stadium. We heard your voice in the whole stadium at Notre Dame. <laughs> that slogan became synonymous with you, too. Oh, yeah. like, that is yeah, that's true. Like, it's yeah. true. It's true. So. But you know, that's it, just really what I say. What I've always said. I mean, that's my baby. He's really, literally my baby. baby. But that's my baby. <laughs> Forever and ever. Ever and ever. and ever. Thank you. Love you always. Love you forever. Thank you. It 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 is amazing. Like, and I think too. Like your voice, your laugh, uh, Mrs. Newman. Like it. it 
it reminds me so much of Brandon. Like, it, what do you see most of yourself in your son? Because his laugh was also like one of the first things that jumped out to all of us when we first got together back in the day at that U.S. Army All-American game. Brandon's laugh became the most mimicked thing of the entire week. So what, when as you're raising young Brandon, what did you notice that reminded him most of you about, uh, about okay, him? Okay, actually, like the laughter part, that part I didn't really uh, see as me. He's he's very funny for sure, and and to definitely make a crowd laugh. I just think he looks like me. Like, look at that face. <laughs> I think he he looks like him. He does. He looks like him. That's it. I just love him. He was just just a delightful kid. Like everyone loved him. Just the nicest person, and so handsome. So that's it. Okay, yeah. She said she said I look like her and then complimented so herself yeah. and, 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 as long as everyone's keeping Stu got so strong in your mouth, uh, I tell you. <laughs> Mrs. G, ND Mom, at ND Mom, I, I'm gonna ask you the question now. Uh, obviously your son, your firstborn, has your husband's name, but what in him do you see in your in yourself in him? Whatever the question is, probably, probably whatever the question is, mm-hmm. probably the neurosis of being the firstborn. I mean, yeah. we're we're both straddled with that, and we we both take it very seriously. Like we try to be the peacekeepers in the family and feel the responsibility of like holding the family together and whatnot. So I would say it's more of a mental thing. Yeah, <laughs> no, us. it uh, yeah. that that definitely stacks up. Like I always try and explain to people because they see me and I've been on air with dad before and we seem very similar personality wise because we're both out there like that. My dad doesn't have a care in the world. Dad doesn't think about any of life's big problem, doesn't stay up late at night thinking about the way other people do, having their mind racing. He's just see ball, hit ball, wakes up, does things, watches TV, goes to sleep. Me and my mom are the ones late at night thinking about the state of the world, contemplating the mysteries of the universe. So that is definitely the, like, I am an offensive lineman because of my mom, 100%. Okay, 100%, 100%, yeah. And and of course your dad didn't have to worry about anything. He has that beautiful wife i mean she takes care of everything like that's one thing i remember about her back in the day i just love her like she would organize things and she's always like the best hostess and she would get you to do things she got me to do a a marathon walk thing i don't do that (laughs) but she's so sweet and just asks so nicely Sydney tells me, oh, all, all the kids tell me on a regular basis, you can't die before dad. You can't die before dad. Like, like <laughs> what would they do? What would they do? He said, that guy won't know what to do. Right. Like Sydney said, I'll set him on the couch every day with his iPad and turn it on like a little kid, and he'll still be there like eight hours later. So, I mean, it, he's not hard to figure out. So, yeah. we, okay. There was there was a part of this that we we try to plan something going into this conversation, and one thing I wanted to ask you a question about my friend, right? Okay. Specifically, just like who he is, right? Did he always eat food like it was about to be taken away yes, from him? Always, <laughs> always, wow! Always, don't always. answer so fast, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> always. I mean, the hand is always like, like, I don't know if it still is, but it used to be like almost wrapped around the plate. Like, like he was in defense mode. Like, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. I, and I, we kept saying, no one's going to take it from you. Do you still eat like that, Mike, even living alone? I, I, no joke, I went to breakfast at a place called Martha's in Hermosa Beach like a couple of months ago. And I was, I was eating breakfast by myself. And I was just sitting there eating the way I normally do, which is like you said, like it's my last meal on earth and yeah. everybody in the restaurant is fighting me for it. And I look up and the waitress that was coming back over to refill my water stopped and looked like she was watching Nat Geo. Like she was watching two lions eat a gazelle. It was the most scared I've seen another person in a long time. And that's the only time I felt kind of ashamed because she was terrified of me. She was legitimately scared of me. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how he got that way. Yeah. Like Jake didn't steal. Nobody ever stole your food. Like, right. uh, I don't know. I, I, no, Sur no. Survival I, instinct, I guess. Like, I, I guess. Yeah. yeah. You, I, that I also know. makes you an offensive lineman. It right. Does. right, right. It, yeah. it truly right. does. Yeah. All right. And so wait, now the question, Selena, I want to ask you about Brandon is because we know Brandon's one of the funniest guys I know. When did you first know he was like a legit comedian? And now are you worried about ending up in a stand-up sketch now that he's back on the stage? Well, I've already been in one. <laughs> I'm worried about some of the later ones, but, uh, you know, he makes fun of his name. He never liked his name. And he has a joke. It is the funniest thing. He says, uh, black people are the uh, most unique namers of all time. And the two that came, the two that had me came up with Brandon. <laughs> Brandon, let me ask you then. What if you could name yourself Ooh. anything? What would you name yourself? Right. Demontran Tre Demontran or like you know. Uh, I, I like the name Hemshad growing up. I saw it in a phonics book. I thought that was fun. <laughs> what? Like, Maybe that know. could be your altered ego. Like on stage, <laughs> yeah. that could be your stage name. Yeah. Oh well, I'll say this. I love. I love my middle name. My middle, my middle name, Jarrell. And I thought, like, you know, my parents probably just wanted me to stay black on the inside for, forever. <laughs> but, like, I think, I think Jarrell plays. And really, and really, Jarrell is just because we wanted to name you BJ. <laughs> so. Which, which, wow. which, which Wait, led so to all kinds of. that's the whole reason? Of, that's incredible. No. Well, wow. which, is, which is my family name, but also led to all kinds of crazy problems when I got around the white kids in school with like, BJ, BJ, BJ. And I was like, I don't get it. I don't get it. And then I learned about blowjobs. <laughs> and then you said, aha, that's what they were talking about. Huh? Oh, my God. I never knew. Birth control. Damn those white kids. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you I, I don't mean to put raciness, but you know, black girls, teenage growing up, we don't know nothing about that. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm sorry, oh, I didn't know, Brandon. I didn't know. I didn't know. <laughs> hey, man, I can say total accident could have happened yep, to anybody. anybody. Yep. Oh. So oh, man, wow. if you're if you're listening out there in the podcast audience, I have referred to Brandon by his government name many times off the top of the show here. It's probably going to have to be BJ now. I feel like I have to honor honor your mother's intentions and yes. make it BJ. Now. I'm yes. sorry. I, <laughs> yeah, I don't think she's really sorry. 
No, I don't <laughs> yeah. think she. You is know, we got to get. Brandon, back you said you wanted a nickname. If I'm gonna be, yes. if I'm gonna be the uh, in jokes in his comedy routine, he's got to get some of it back. <laughs> Hey, he always needs new material. That so. too. <laughs> yep. Yep. I think he got some. <laughs> He's I just, see that f- he can't stop thinking about it. I don't it look now. at his face. <laughs> got that far away look in his yes, eyes right does. now. He's glazing over. <laughs> All right. T- to bail Brandon out a little bit. Um, obviously, big part of this podcast has been, you know, our friendship, our shared experience in sports. Selena, you talked about it. You and my mom met through sports, all these different things. So I'm curious for both of you guys, and Selena, I'd say starting with you, what was your experience like as a sports parent growing up with Brandon, you know, starting off when he started playing earliest, but, you know, for a guy that all of a sudden had this trajectory of going and ending up playing big-time Division One college football? Oh, it was amazing. First of all, I love football. I mean, I'm not a goalie, so I don't love football like you guys. <laughs> but I love football. Like, it is my life. So when he came out bigger than everyone else, stronger than everyone else, and then liked football on top of it, woo-hoo! <laughs> so for me, it was Perfect. I mean, and you know, like even little league, uh, the four days a week practice, and plus a game on Saturday. And then when he went to uh, high school, they wanted him to play on all three teams, but we said no, only two. So we have two games a week in addition to practice. But I was there all the time. Like I absolutely loved it. Loved every moment of it. Was there ever a concern you had about him going away from home to college, the decision to go to Notre Dame? Like, what was that like for you guys as he made the college decision? Um, I think for me, um, it was exciting and a little – at the very last minute, I just got into my feelings and I wanted him to stay home. And so I, I made him – I forced him to go to U of L. Um, <laughs> to – to practice, to look at the um the stadium, and so the coach was making all the promises, and we we're looking out over the field, and I'm like, Brandon, okay, you can go here. He <laughs> who, was the coach? who was the coach? Um, it was, it was, Har- it was, um, it was oh, Crackthorpe. Crackthorpe. It was Crackthorpe. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I, okay. Petrino um, was there. And that's then, what like, I was wondering if it was yeah, Bobby Petrino. Yeah. <laughs> <Brandon> <laughs> he was recruiting like, me the entire time. That's why I was like, I'm not, I'm not Brandon going to while, while Petrino was there. Yeah, yeah. He, well, I wasn't even interested there. But Brandon no. looked at me like I grew horns. He looked at me like I was a crazy person. He said, he really seriously, this is the only time I saw him really angry at me. He's like, Mom, you cannot help me with my football decision. <laughs> Honestly. Don't talk to me about football was- anymore. <laughs> I, I was I was dumbfounded. Like I just like I thought we were like I the what I actually said to her was like, Mom, I don't think you can help me with this decision moving forward. Like I was like very because like whatever the last coach that talked to her was was the school that she wanted me to go to. Seriously? Oh okay. like, like we were like we we I, I had I had committed to Notre Dame and then uh, Harbaugh. uh Jim Harbaugh, Harbaugh came. Jim Harbaugh really wanted me to go to Stanford and he like he went to my mom's school and was like recruiting her on it and then she would call me and was like I think Stanford's a choice. I was like, Mom, like just I can't. I no, can't. he like, made me you... promise that you would at least visit. And I'm your mom. You Why can't I make that <laughs> promise? <laughs> <laughs> 
because I never did. Look, <laughs> look I know wow. you were going to Notre Dame. There was never a doubt. You guys were like, what was there? Nineteen of you guys in the in the bowl game, and you guys were such good friends. And you know, I had no doubt that you were going. But I thought you'd take it. We could go to California for a trip. You know. <laughs> That is true. Among my many regrets, or actually not many, among my few regrets of recruiting is maybe not taking a few more visits on somebody else's dime to try and check that out. So maybe a a trip to California, Brandon, wouldn't have been the worst thing. Palo Alto's nice. We got to go there a few times. Oh, my gosh. And they they had a great pitch. He's like, you know what players do to make money? Uh, EA Sports is around the corner, and they test video games for $75 an hour. And at the time, I wasn't considering – uh, how short that money probably went in Palo Alto, but uh, you know, <laughs> that's true. All things considered, uh, you know, end up going to Notre Dame. But yeah, that's the important part about it. My mom mentioned the bowl game, but it was the U.S. Army uh, oh, senior uh, senior All American yeah. game. Yeah, and like we became like really good friends. Like all of us, I think there was eighteen of us that were committed to yeah, Notre Dame at that, that time. Yeah, and, and we just you know we were just kind of like always communicating, and it was like. Like, I can say that Mike and I were friends before we got to Notre Dame and, like, not be facetious about it. Right. No, it's what I always tell people. I've known my friends since I was, like, 17 years old. Yeah, yeah. So, Christine, how about you? I mean, I'm sure Mike didn't have a choice, but how did that feel? (laughs) I can't can't believe he's asking this question. This seems like a therapist question for me, like, because my, my time with the kids in sports was always interesting because there were certain expectations with the last name. So it always put an added layer on everything. Mm-hmm. But uh, at Notre Dame, I always felt like I was the person who had the sunshine, like life was great, but there was always still a rain cloud mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. Jake struggled while he was there. So, it, you know, it, it was interesting. You you know, you're only as ha- happy as your least happy child. Right. And, um, so it, it was difficult, but it was still awesome. Like the national championship experience, like, wow. It, I mean, a once in a lifetime thing for sure. But uh, yeah, it was a mixed bag for me. There's no doubt about it. Like, you know, you, you just want it for your kids so badly. And when it, it doesn't work out or it works out for one, it makes it interesting for sure. Yeah. What about like the little league stuff too, mom? Because those are the things that I remember very little of. Like the other day you were sending me pictures from my Pop Warner team and stuff when dad was back in grandma Kate's house. I I remember some things about Pop Warner football, but what do you remember as like me, Jake and Sydney were first getting into sports? Oh, I mean, it it was great. Like we were so into it and we loved it so much, but we, we tended to be the parents that were Switzerland at all the, the young kid events. Like we kind of sat over by ourselves because we didn't want to be like by people who were disparaging the coach and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Um, So, but it was very exciting and very fun to watch. And like, we were like you that we were at every game and, you know, we just cherished it so much. It was so fun to watch them. Um, so yeah, I mean, it was the best time of our life. No doubt about Definitely. it. Definitely. Yeah. The swim meets except- were long for Sydney. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, mom, what was tougher? The swim meets with Sydney and trying to get her cap just so, or trying to get me and Jake to put on weight at home? Ooh. Because Brandon, as you well know, Putting on weight was difficult for the Golic boys, especially yeah. as we got older there. And so mom took that as her like personal mission in life was to stack weight on us in high school. And one of us was receptive to it and the other was not. Guess who? <laughs> Mike can eat. Mike can eat. Mike, Mike would eat. Jake, 
I would make Jake sandwiches. We'd find them stuffed in protein bottles. Like uh, we, <laughs> oh, when we were moving, goodness. we found them like in the movie room, oh. like tucked away. Oh yeah. Like, we found a petrified peanut butter sandwich yes. in a potted plant on top of a shelf. Yes. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it, it was interesting. Um, I would say the eating was harder than the swim cap for Sydney, but Sydney was a tyrant with the swim cap. Like, she'd be, do- <laughs> she'd be down behind the block and she'd go... <laughs> And I'd have to go down there and I'd have to put it on her. And if it wasn't just right, I'd have to do it again. Like, I mean, you know, I, I was her lady. In her <laughs> well, there, there was that, that sweet spot where they were all there. Thanks to Mike's fifth year. Yes. Like, obviously I trust me. I can, I can attest when it, the, the struggles that Jake had at Notre Dame, I had some similar ones when it comes to just trying to right. get on the field. So yep. I, I understand that, but yep. they had to been pretty special to have everyone in one area code. It was, it was awesome. It was one semester only and it, it was great. And it worked out that like um, for the national championship, Sydney swim um, like winter break uh, swim trip was to Miami. That year. All, the pri- wow. all the prior years it had been to Hawaii. And wow. she's like, we're going to Miami this year. And she was bummed. And I, I mean, it worked out perfectly. Her and all her friends were at the game. Like it, like all the stars aligned for that one. And it, it was awesome except for the game. So I was going to say all the stars yeah. aligned except for one part. But you know what? There was, there was only two teams and we were. Yeah. Them, so. True. Yeah. Yeah. True. One of my biggest regrets though, is that, and Notre Dame, I think, really dropped the ball on this. Is like we have no family pictures on the field or anything from we have mm. we have nothing together at the national championship. Aww. Like, and and that's kind of sad. Like, I wish they would have made a better point of yeah. Uh, yeah. you know letting families at a practice or whatever get on the field. And um, but you know what, we were there and we have the memory, yeah. so it was cool. It was cool. Yeah. So, but yeah. So awesome for. So we, I, I hear all the time, and and I'm the only one of the of the four people on this Zoom who's not a parent, so I don't have this feeling yet. But and Brandon hasn't gone through this just yet because of how young the boys are. But I always hear from people how difficult it is watching your kids go out there and play sports. That kind of helpless feeling sometimes. And so I'm kind of mangling a question that Brandon wanted to propose, which is for you guys, which is harder? Childbirth or watching your kids play sports? <laughs> well, well, one is physical pain and one is like emotional pain. Like, so they're really two different kinds of pain. But at times it's, it, at times it was sports. There's no doubt about it. Wow. Yeah. 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 Like when you give birth, like you do it and you get through it and then you kind of block it out. Yeah. Like, but. But I feel like that emotional feeling of being a parent and watching your kids kind of stays with you forever. So that's my take on it. How about you? Yeah, um, I I agree 100%. Like, you know, at the end of all that labor and how hard it is and how awful it is, you're holding a little baby that yeah, you love. Baby. Like, yeah. you've never yeah. loved like that before. So it's like, exactly, it's okay. You know what I mean? But right. when you're watching them play sports and things are going well or they get injured, oh my God, right. you know, Fortunately, with Brandon being the big guy, you know, most of the time I didn't have to worry about injuries with him, but I would worry about him hurting someone else. Like, that was a real concern for me that, you know, but I will say definitely with his boys, as much as I love football, I'm glad they play basketball. (laughs) I'm glad. 
basketball. Like when they're playing basketball, play basketball. I'm like, yeah, you're the best. Like, oh, look, I tell Carter, I'm like, yeah, you got hot. <laughs> my mother is talking about my three-year-old and one-year-old <laughs> shooting ball shooting basketball on a fisher price rim and they have graduated to like the rim behind the door and she's saying i'm glad they play basketball <laughs> so granted have you put have you put any of them in a like a stance have you practiced a football oh stance with them? oh my gosh i God. have i have not that's actually I have not, but they, they know that daddy played football and uh, Carter just recently, obviously I was just in Notre Dame with Mike right. and he's at school telling his teachers that he's going to go to Notre Dame too because that's where his daddy is wow. at right now and that's where he went to school and that's where his mom went to school and stuff like that. So I was like, I told, I came back and talked to Mike. I was like, oh, this is when it starts. Like, oh, no, just no, like, no. Yes. Carter yes. can throw a ball. Carter can throw a football like, yes, I'm, I'm serious. I'm, oh. you know, okay. I'm the one that screamed, that's my baby about my son a long time ago. Grandparents is a different thing. It's on another. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. It is. It's amazing. Yep. So I already see that with him already at three. I mean, he, he can throw the ball so well that I want him to keep playing basketball. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a little too well. It's a little too well. Oh, oh, that's, well one, it'll be interesting to see now. The one I, yeah. I got, I'm, I'm imagining the horrified look on Selena's face when she comes over, and the boys have just involuntarily started doing Oklahoma drills in the living room against each other, like a college spring break video. I will say the one thing I've noticed in seeing videos of, uh, of especially Carter is he runs exactly like Brandon. <laughs> they were running next to each other in a video, and it was... I understand genetics I now because it was yep. a carbon copy. Mom, yep. am I wrong? You're right. You're right. <laughs> that boy's going to have his hand in the dirt. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> yeah. no, I know. I know. no! 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 Listen, and my, my, uh, my wife is just thinking... She played basketball in, in high school and in growing up, and she's like, what did she say? Like an hour and a half indoors versus three hours outdoors. Like, eh. so she, she's she's pulling for the basketball for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wait, mom, because I was with Brandon and he mentioned it's already taking root with Carter. Do you have any advice for parents who are looking to brainwash their kids to go to the school they want them to go to? Because I always tell people, you and dad sat me down before the recruiting process. Me, Jake, and Sydney had said, you guys can go wherever you want. Doesn't matter that dad and all his brothers went to Notre Dame and you and your sister went to St. Mary's and all this stuff. But I always joke, we had so much subliminal messaging around us as kids. It didn't matter. So what is your advice to parents like Brandon and Michelle who are trying to brainwash their kids to South <laughs> You have to take them there regularly, yeah. and then you you take them to the bookstore before school starts, Ooh. and they get all their school supplies at the bookstore. What? So, so every time they open their notebook, it says University of Notre Dame on the front. When they write with a pencil, it says Notre Dame on... I mean, I swear to God, I did this. Like, all their oh school goodness. supplies came from Notre Dame. So every time they went to do their work, they were kind of subliminally reminded of what they were writing. <laughs> Oh, wow. Evil people genius. think that people think awesome. I was joking about that stuff. Yeah. This was calculated. No, that is was, next level. Yeah, yeah. 
That's the, and I, I listen. It worked because we were obviously, like I said, we were just back in South Bend, yeah. And we were with some current students that are not from South Bend, and we were having a conversation about if we would live in South Bend, yeah. And Mike, first one, this is the only place I've ever really called home. Like I, I'd be here in a heartbeat. Like and I said, I, I turned and looked. I looked at. I was like. Oh, I didn't. I mean, I love a permacloud, and I right. love the Midwest. So like, <laughs> and I love, I love cold weather. You know, big body weather. Yeah. Uh, so like, I'm down with South Bend, but to hear it from Mike, I was, I was stunned. But yeah, it's Mike the, loves it was it, the, there. it was the, it was the pencil. Yeah, it was the pencils <laughs> in the notebook. Yep, it was for sure. Well, you know, uh, we Michelle is third or fourth generation Notre Dame. Fifth, so, fifth um, generation. you know, yeah. I'm just gonna give her that little tip because. You know, we got to make her dad happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there we go. Exactly. Yeah. Keep it all, keep it all rolling. Yeah. I, I saw how much Brandon bought from the bookstore too. I got to send you the gift card, by the way. Uh, he's doing an effective job yeah. right now. Right. So you guys have started them off Brandon? on the right foot. No, and we, yeah. and we do. We wear our sweatshirts. One time, I was meeting Michelle at the. Um, at the, at the grocery store, and we all three had on a Notre Dame sweatshirt, same color, same wording, and we looked at each other and smiled and talked about it and took a picture. Carter, too, as well. So Carter didn't uh-huh. even get it, but he already knew, like, yeah, this is something special. We all have them. So, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> they're, they're getting hey. it. Yes. Yep, yep. Slowly but surely, you've got plenty of time. You're doing a good job. So <laughs> keep, keep up that oh good work. <laughs> the pitfall books. Yeah, I I want to open this up so we ask some of our, pe- our our listeners and people on Twitter to submit some questions for you guys, and so there's some good ones in here. And while we're talking about us as kids, grandkids, young kids, I wanted to get to this question uh, first from Magwap, who said, "What was your kid, your son's toxic trait as a toddler?" He said, "I have three three-year-olds. One can't stay clean." One hates to be dirty, and one won't listen and laughs in my face while waving a finger. Nana, nana, nana. So, oh so Selena, I, I would ask you first: What was Brandon's toxic trait as a toddler? Um, I don't. I, I think the love of food and how he had a good palate at at three. I mean, look, we literally would go to restaurants and see what he would order, and my mother would not order her food until he ordered. And I'm talking about from five on. So <laughs> I'll say. Wait, I'll what was say, the best thing he ever ordered? I'll say, I'll say at three, it, it's his love of food. But he wouldn't let anything oh. touch. Like nothing could touch. No parent could oh, no. touch the meat. And now he throws everything together. I'm like, together. whose son are you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mike, Mike to, to answer your question. Uh, what's the best thing I ordered? Uh, you guys remember Chi-Chi's back in the day? It was day? a Mexican restaurant. Yeah. Yes, yep. the Mexican restaurant Chi-Chi's. They had a seafood burrito that I ordered for the first time at the age of seven. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then I think everyone else, like my grandmother especially, was like, you know, give me. Like, I remember being in the car, hearing my grandmother on the other end say, like, give me whatever BB's getting. <laughs> <laughs> And, okay, last thing about me being fat and living food. Uh, my dad has a story that every he would have to drive out of the way of a Popeye's on, on the strip in Detroit because if I would see the Popeye's sign, 
in the distance, I would unbuckle myself from the car seat and do a Popeye's biscuit dance and, no, and beg, no. beg my dad to go get the biscuits. No, no. Yeah, yeah. So, oh. these are the things that have been told to me. You know, I don't remember. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. And Mike? Mike's toxic trait wasn't nearly as toxic. He, a couple things. When he was about uh, about a year old, he started headbutting oh. everything. <laughs> he literally head- Mike's toxic like- trait wasn't nearly as toxic. <laughs> he just started giving himself concussions at one. I haven't given him concussions. It's okay. <laughs> if he got mad, he'd headbutt a wall. He'd headbutt a toy. He headbutted the balloon, uh, a string of a balloon one time. He got mad and was looking for something and just headbutted the string of a balloon. Yep. Didn't I headbutt Jake once in his bouncer? Oh, yeah. I mean, Jake was not off limits. That was the other toxic trait is that he he never let Jake talk. Like, Jake Jake would say start to say something and Mike would finish it oh, for him. No. And I think he still kind of does that, actually. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. I was going to say that's persisted. I mean, I mean, Jake never got a word in edgewise. Mike was a talker from the very beginning. From the very That's beginning. That's amazing. And yeah. a headbutter. Because, I listen, we just recently got together and Mike was slightly inebriated. I think it's fair to say. And in Jacksonville. And the way he was wrestling me, like we were in the locker room. I was like... I was like so surprised. I was like, Mike, we're we're now thirty three. Like, why, why are you ramming me in this in this beautiful height? Bro, listen, after after enough Bud Lights, you can be six years old again. You can. You can. Brandon decided to take those pictures. Speaking of being 33, Brandon decided we were back in college and he was going to take those pictures and post my drunk ass on the internet from the show handles. Oh, you looked okay to me. Like I, I didn't post the picture. I didn't post the video. Did you, you like? Wait, did, did you take it down? Oh no no no! Oh, because I, I don't think I, I haven't saw. seen it either. That, thank you. It was he was he looked okay. He was like kind of doing oh. like cute like pumpkin oh, spice okay. girl vibes like oh. things. Yeah. I'll send you the video. Actually, I so love your TikToks. You guys have to do more. You're the best. Yes. No, oh, seriously. Goodness. I don't know if people really know, but you two are great dancers. I mean, seriously. I'm not talking about TikToks, but you two at parties, I want to see you yeah. two on the dance floor. So keep on doing those TikToks. I'm sorry. Yeah. Those no, no, it's it's that was what we learned on our trip back to South Bend. We got to so we hosted the Oscars with uh, two of the women's volleyball players, Paris and Hattie, who had to spend a whole afternoon teaching us how to do TikTok. So <laughs> we were fortunate to have patient teachers, but we do. You are absolutely right. Bring a lot of natural ability to the table. You do. You do. I'll, I'll toot our horns on that. Yeah. <laughs> um, speak. Uh, speaking of that, um, Lori Briscoe asked. What were each of your first impressions when you met the other's son? Oh, that's good. Well, I think the first time I met Brandon was at the Army All-American game. And um, you met I met you like in a group. So I don't yeah. really have an individual recollection. But I do remember when Charlie Weiss was recruiting Jake and he was at our house. It was obviously a year later, I told him, I said, and I truly believed this. I said, you have a special bunch of guys in that class before Jake's. I said, the, their bond and, and who they are, I said, it's a special bunch. And I was right on because you guys all have turned out remarkable yeah. and are always there for each other and everything. It's it, it's truly a great class. It is. So, they are a great, yeah. great, great 
group of guys. Um, I'm, I'm going to be honest, you know, the name follows or, 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 or comes before the child, the, ju- the senior comes before junior. So, <laughs> so <laughs> meeting you, I was already impressed. No, no, really. I was impressed that you were such a great kid, such, so nice and mannerable. And there was no sense of entitlement or, you know, I'm better than other people. And your work ethic, your work ethic matched Brandon's and you guys, you know, did stuff together in college. Uh, um, everybody go look for their former YouTube. Um, what was it called? I was going to say, she's not going to pull out our, her name. It was Our, t- our Team, Our, our team, Story, our the behind-the-scenes YouTube. Our Team, yeah. Our Story. All those wonderful <laughs> clips and videos were um, you, the, the two of your work. And it was amazing, and you're amazing, and I'm just I'm just glad to know you. I, I told Mike and Jake, I said, you guys were a decade too soon. Could you imagine? Like, you could have sponsors and stuff oh, now. Oh, like, my God. Yeah, a trick shop Monday. Yeah. Like, it could, have been, it could have been a whole thing. Everything. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That was good. Yeah. That was great. Time, time is cruel with that yeah. one. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Yeah. We There's really a couple buffet them. places I'm thinking of specifically. <laughs> Post a child of in South yep. Bend. Yep. Oh, my For God. Sure. Welcome to Trick Shop Monday, sponsored by Golden Dragon. (laughs) (laughs) Martin Supermarket, Martin's side door. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh Great times, great times. All I ever said. Um, This one uh, was from Kathy Angelo, who is a uh, proud friend of Notre Dame Twitter. Uh, She asked, what were the logistics of having multiple children involved in after-school sports and after-school activities for you guys? Yeah, um, so Brandon has an older brother. His name is Lance. And um, Lance actually plays soccer. Um, so I would, and, and by the by that time, I was divorced. So basically a single mom, but I was here, here and my mom was here. So me and my mom would like have to split duties. Like she would go to Brandon and I would go to Lance or she would go to Lance and I would go to Brandon. When they were really little and they played soccer for the Y, I would literally sit in the middle of the field and watch each of them play on the other, you know, turn my head and watch. So, <laughs> so uh, after Brandon came, went to um, Lance's high school, he's two years behind him, Lance actually joined the football team and he was pretty good as well. And so that was fun when they were playing together the same sport. That was amazing. Yeah. 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 It's always fun when they play together. Mike, I have to make this reference. None of my grandmothers mentioned. She would take me to uh, football practice when I was in youth league. And she don't know what time practice starts. She would only go when I tell her it's time to go. Mike, I was late for practice every day because I would watch <laughs> Dragon Ball Z. I watched the end of Dragon Ball Z, and then I, everyone at the in, at practice, you know, I I missed like the beginning of warm up. I would be there for the big lap, you know, and then everybody was like, "What happened?" <laughs> you know, with Dragon Ball Z, the only thing they're really they're like they're telling you what happens on the next episode. So I was a uh, that was wait, a little grandma wait, hack I had. How old were you? How old were you then? Oh my gosh, probably like. Eight. Okay. Yeah. I love it. Oh my God. God. (laughs) As far as my kids, I felt like a hamster on a wheel a lot of times because we, the town we lived in, they mostly did their um, sports on the other side of the, the mountain, Avon mountain in West Hartford. 
So there'd be times where I would like drop off one, go back. And by the time that I got home with Mike or Jake or both of them, Sydney was done with swimming and I'd have to turn around and go back. I'd literally be in the cars for like two hours stint, but going like, you know, five, 10 miles. Yeah. So yeah, uh, that's what I remember about that is that you just, you grind. You make it work. Right. right, right. right. Yep. 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 So yeah. Now now that you got to do. Now that I'm a father and just like this young age and right. see like my wife doing all, like it's, I don't, it's the only solace you have. And obviously Jake and Jenny are experiencing now, like with uh, being new parents, the only solace you have in like how difficult parenthood is, is that everyone clearly must have done it already. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? Like, yes. like, like, I guess I can get through this because right. everyone else seems to be on the other yeah. side yes. of it. But like, yeah. it is yeah. impossible. Yeah. It is. And you're forever changed after yeah. it. You're exhausted. Yeah. Like, you know, it takes until you're like 50 yeah. and not be tired anymore. <laughs> I mean, it's Oh, good. Truth. That's what you have to look forward to. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's true. Until they leave for college yeah. and they're on their yeah. own time, yeah. you're, you're, you're still always for tired. For sure. This, so. this is... I, I I had a I had a guy we were at a bookstore recently and a guy just walked up to me after seeing me with the kids and stuff he was like you got 20 years and then guess what one of them just won't leave <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's Sydney she's married and she yeah. still doesn't leave so I, I, we, we obviously did something wrong <laughs> oh. It, you think I'm I, joking? It's, oh, wow. This is my favorite part, by the way, of adulthood is as you get older, your parents start just telling you more of the truth. Because when everyone's young, everyone gives you the like public microphone mm-hmm. answer about parenthood mm-hmm. and all the things. Like mm-hmm. for you guys now, you both have kids that have yeah. kids. So what has been like the realest parenting advice that you've given any of your kids as far as what to actually do now that we've gotten through all the pleasantries? I, I tell my kids before they even have kids, Make sure you're ready to give up your life. If you're not ready to give up your life, you're not ready to have kids. Like your life does not belong to you once you have kids. Period. Point blank. Period. Yep. Yep. That's all I can say. And they, and they didn't choose to be born. So you're you owe it to them to to give them your life. Yeah. Because yeah, that's your job. So yeah, that's 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 the most realist thing there is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it really is. Like if you're not ready for that. Don't, Don't do it. it. So, no. Yeah. So. Part part of why I'm 33 and single. So uh, <laughs> I listen. I listen to the advice and I take that very seriously. Occasionally, I'm with your dad and I say, I think Mike might, might have it all figured out. Like, I, I think, <laughs> yes. You know, he's around kids when he wants to yeah. be. You know, he can be. He can right. be everybody's favorite uncle. Yeah. And then and then he just goes about his life and you know does what he wants to do and. And then I'm like eight year old Brandon. I sit there and watch Dragon Ball yeah. Z and I tell everyone what happened. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, wait. So now, guys, it is Mother's Day weekend. And so I wanted to give the floor to both of you. I know one of these answers, but I don't know the other. The best or worst Mother's Day <laughs> gift you've ever received. <laughs> Go ahead, Christine. The, the world knows my wor- worst Mother's Day gift. My kids and my husband bought me a massage chair from Sharper Image. They bought themselves a massage chair from Sharper. I, 
I will maintain until my dying day that we did that with pure intentions. We sat there, each of us in the sharper image on a different massage chair, looked down at each other and said, mom would love this. She's got the stress of dealing with all of us. She would love this. So I promise mom, scouts, you know, I was terrible at lying to you guys. I tried it a couple of times and it worked out very poorly. We came into that with pure intentions. Yes. Yeah. I, I believe that you, you guys had the best intentions, but it, it was a gift that was really for everyone. And I guess on Mother's Day, I was looking for something that was just for of me. Of course. And yeah. 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 That... That chair ended up in me and Jake's room yes. until we moved out of that house. Somebody bought it at our tag sale, so I, I don't know where it's at now, but yeah. And yeah. your best? Oh, God, I don't even know. Like, I, it's been so overshadowed by the massage chair that I don't even... See, I don't even... again, that's the mother of an offensive lineman. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. This is true. How about I'll, I'll turn the ball over to okay. you. Okay. So I'm going to do something that's very horrible. I'm just going to, in in, uh, in the vein of telling the truth, all those little homemade trinkets when they were little. Oh my God. Where am I going to hide this crap later? No. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, no. No. Yes. So, okay. But what? My actual absolute favorite is something like that. But Brandon is a grown man. He's so thoughtful. Like he's always really uh, intentional in his gift giving and writing what he really feels. And so when they were little, I used to read a book to them. Love you forever. You know, the one with the grandma, the boy and all that. Yeah. One day Brandon gave me that book um, with his, you know, autograph and, his personal um, feelings about me in that book. I, I, I swear, oh, that's, the, that's the best gift I've ever had in my life. So that's, that's lovely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess, yeah. you know, the little trinkets end up being something that worked. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah. Look, Mike and I were talking about this before and I was like, I don't know what the best one is. But I remember my feelings got hurt the most when I gave my mom a gift. And, and look, I'm going to say this real quick story. We went to Disney World with my dad. And I got this, like, really cool-looking mini coffee mug that I thought was so cool. And I gave it back to my mom. By the way, I'm, like, 14 at this point in time. I, get, I bring it to my mom. And she just looks at me. And she's like, I don't drink coffee. And I was just like, oh. oh, oh. But now she drinks that mug and still uses it to this day. I to this day. So I was like... That reminded me, you got to play the long game yeah. sometimes. Yeah, you do. You know what? You were just you were just ahead of her. She didn't know. I didn't like coffee. No. <laughs> no. See, I read that as you bullied your mom into drinking yeah. coffee, but this is a nice reading of it too. You know, when we talk about being a parent and how we sacrifice everything, now I like coffee because this little boy bought me a mug. <laughs> <laughs> she is so selfless. <laughs> selfless. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> She'll oh do anything my. for you, even drink coffee. I'll do anything for that, you. No, that, oh, listen, oh, wait, wait, that, wait, that, wait. That. I want to say this before we move on. Brandon, make no mistake about it. Flowers are still my favorite Mother's Day present. <laughs> <laughs> hint, hint, hint. And yes, my birthday. Yes, no. <laughs> yes thank you. I do, I do have to say Mike gives the very best cards. He, he sends cards and nice. is very thoughtful with them and... 
Yeah, he always makes sure that he writes something nice. Yeah. So it's it's nice. yeah. yeah. He people people appreciate. Yes, that. yes. It's, and it's and it's kind of a lost art. Yes. I think. This, yeah, yeah, my my wife is is a great is a card sender and giver, and she's yes, she like so she does that even for my side of family, yes, which is great for them. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah you still get. I'm not, yeah. I'm not I'm not really good at it, but he he's one to be admired. For, yeah. for doing yeah, it. So. that's great. Yeah, yeah, and I I it's good to know that you actually like the flowers, mom. I've always thought of it as like a. Uh, as like a tactic, whatever man in your life to be like, who sent you these flowers? Like, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Who the hell's Brandon? BJ. BJ sent yeah. it to me. Yeah. BJ sent you these mother flowers. Oh my God. Well, with, with that in mind, as we wrap up here, did just want to say, you know, in all sincerity, happy Mother's Day to both thank of you. you. Uh, you know, we, we yes, wouldn't thanks. be the young, we wouldn't be the young, you know, young men, Jesus. We wouldn't be the men we are without you guys. Yes. Uh, we know in everything and what we've talked about, a lot of that load gets put on mom and you guys both shouldered it with unbelievable grace somehow against all odds with all of us as your knucklehead kids. You so, all survived. Yes. yes. Yeah. Uh, we all survived. So yeah. no, mom, love you. Thank you for love everything. You you're the, you're, you're the backbone of all of it. And uh, I appreciate you continuing to put up with us despite the number of times we drive you to gray hair. <laughs> yep. I keep Ricky in business, my hairdresser. So yeah, it's all good. <laughs> and mom, I love you so much. Thank you. Uh, thank you for doing this. And uh, even if it was last minute on your calendar, I, I told you what time we get started. But yeah. no, um, obviously, you know, I I could make it a lot easier on you or harder on you. Um, but uh, you take me as I am, and I thank you so much. And um, yeah, you just always been my biggest fan, and it's it's gone a long way for me. Thank you. You're amazing. It's easy to love you. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's the one thing we can definitely both say is we have been blessed with two moms who are the biggest fans of everything that we yeah. do at a level that most people could not comprehend. So yes. uh, very that's very what, lucky. That's what moms that's what do. We do. <laughs> that's what like, we do it's it's incredible well uh moms thank you both so much we love you both so much if everyone yes. loved this podcast download subscribe rate review say something nice about our moms tell us something nice about your moms in the comments yeah. on the apple yeah, podcast reviews yeah yeah that'd be great Thanks. we want to hear about how much you love your moms thanks for having us bye bye, bye. Okay, mom, mom, please don't hang up. I'm stopping okay. the record, but I need oh, yeah. you just, just, okay, just one second. Go, go, go. Boom. Money in the bank.